Network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of VT Network. I'm your host, Dead Man. With me, as always, my two brothers. The only man to ever actually butt chug a Red Bull and live, Mr. DJ. Hey, they said it couldn't be done. <laughs> How hyper were you? That's really impressive, actually. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> he ran the mile in yes. <laughs> like, yeah, that sounds about right, you know. <laughs> Shit. You know, that mile was looking at me funny, man. Got him. <laughs> and my other brother. Wow, you know what? I'm not going to make that joke. <laughs> wow, okay. What the hell, brain? <laughs> my other brother, the original model for Peeps, Mr. Mustard himself. That's a good one. Wait, what were you going to say, though? I, I'll save it for the post show. Cause <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Oh, uh, man. Yeah. That was bad. Anyways. Okay. <laughs> what have you guys been up to? What have you guys been watching? Uh, what have you guys been playing? Uh, I've just been grinding COD, trying to get better at solos. Um, played more Tony Hawk's. Um... What else? I did something else. Oh, playing Dead Island. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a fun game. Remember that game, DJ? Dead Island? Yeah. Probably not, because it was made I in I still think it's one of the best uh, zombie uh, game simulators <laughs> out right now. Really? Uh, yeah, you know, actually having to craft weapon, uh, weapons, you know, uh, going through areas. I mean, there's bugs, but those are technical issues, and technical issues can be fixed. They never were. He's he's watched a, he's watched a few videos. He's never actually played the game. <laughs> you played the game with me. Oh yes, of course I did, brother. Yes, yes. You know, I even like you know have it recorded. You know, the document that occasion just in case you try to just in case you try to opt out of it. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Mustard, you're missing something else though. You, we did get a win in Warzone. Oh yeah, we totally won in Warzone. Yeah, once. True that. <laughs> once. <laughs> hey, you know what? That's hard. It's, it's difficult to do. It is difficult to do because the way people are playing right now, especially with all the hackers and everything, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty, uh, it's, it's, it's a task. It's not as easy as all these YouTube guys make it look. Oh, dang. Uh, the only reason they win all the time is because they stick together and they all, they're all good at the game, you know? But if you have somebody who's like, not as good as the game on your team or with you playing like it makes it a little bit harder you know you're not better because than me. they they play <laughs> yes i am shut the fuck up they play the yes i fucking am you want to go 1v1 right now again why I, why I spanked you last time what do you mean you spanked me last yeah. time you're such you're so full of shit you know that no idea yeah. what you're talking yeah. about yeah. anyways yeah. what about you yeah. dj yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> he mad. <clears throat> okay. Uh, this one sucks because you suck. All right, sorry, I'm done. Uh, I do you? suck. 
So Destiny, how'd that get any better for you? <sighs> you know, it's so weird. It's like a mix. Uh, it, you know, it's a mixed bag. I mean, Destiny now. I mean, they finally did it. It's what Destiny One should have been. Story elements actually explain it a little bit, a little bit more. Cutscenes, your character actually speaking. <laughs> I mean, but it's you know, but the model right now is so weird. Like, cause like you have the expansion, and you have seasons. I mean, and and to give credit, the seasons do have story elements, actually cut actual cutscenes and dialogue, and you know, and interesting things like that, but. <laughs> that's where it seems like you know, like the real. Uh, I don't say the real. Well, I guess you know, like a, a good chunk of the effort went in into it. There's like four seasons a year, and each season costs separately like ten bucks. Oh fuck that! Yeah, you know, so not including the transaction media, and we're we're talking seasons, like you know, like generally like two <clears> or three <throat> months worth of content. This is not including the expansion, you know, which is like. The latest one right now, Shadow Keep is like thirty five bucks, and <laughs> and you have a season on top, a uh, season with that, and you have like three more seasons throughout the year. Like uh, Muster mentioned that, like you know, you know how like in a uh, D two, I'm not I'm sorry, the first Destiny in uh, year two, there's like hardly anything to do. You know, once you uh, because yeah, it was because it was this shit fucking game. They had no idea what to do with it, how to write mm-hmm. it, where to go with it. It was a shit game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, it's like, oh crap, people are done. Uh, uh, here's here's something like a strike, slightly different. Yeah, it's, it's a classic. Well, it took me thirty minutes to write it, so I thought it would take thirty minutes to read it. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, thank you, Futurama. Yeah. Um, but so okay, yeah. So basically, it's. So basically, you know, the seasons is just their way to finally, you know, to, to uh, you know, continue on with content and not have, I guess, quote unquote, a drought. <sighs> but uh, you know, I mean, it's all right. But I, I hate to say it, I'm actually getting back into it in my quest to oh, my no. characters to catch up. I, oh God! Yeah, it's happening. No, oh, no. it's I, I, I mean. I mean, it's not bad. Like just like little symptoms. Like you know, it's the cough before that. Oh no! No, yeah. no, you're not allowed to. You're not allowed to. I, I, I have to. Like you know, you know. No, no, the I'm fuck sorry, you're not dude. because I know you, and you will miss this fucking show just to play that game. No, story, you're not fucking allowed. Must be, it looks, must be it looks finished. like we're start, We're looking for a new co-host. Yeah, it looks like we're gonna need a new co-host pretty soon because fucking DJ. Good. Get stuck on a shitty fucking game. Jeez. Prick. <laughs> um, I have been really just catching up on old stuff. Uh, I rewatched some James Bond movies. Like, <clears throat> it was like uh, it got uploaded to our our Magic Squirrel hookup, and I was like, oh, you know, like. I'm gonna I'm gonna check these out. See they hold up, you know. See see there's there should be as celebrated as everybody celebrates them. I gotta tell you, man, <laughs> it does it does not hold up at all, like at all. Like I guess the writing for the time you could like 
dismiss it or you can say like oh well that's what that's what happened then you know like that whole family guy joke that's right <laughs> 35 no's and a yes means yes <laughs> like you dang right yeah dude it's like so bad and it's like uber creepy too like to go back with today's standards and watch that shit and I was like, and, and it kind of like reinforces my love for Daniel Craig, right? Like uh, the kind of brute, the brutish nature of him. You know how he's like essentially a, a big thug with James Bond's name. <laughs> and it kind of reinforced that for me because uh, DJ, you've read, you've read the books. I know you've read the books, mm-hmm. especially like Quantum of Solace, which is one of the most, which is probably one of the darkest James Bond books there is. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, uh, the, the author wrote it when he was like in the middle of a divorce from his wife, and yeah, dude was in a bad place when he wrote that. But, um, just uh, just going back and looking at Daniel Craig, and yeah, even though like he sleeps with married women, and, like it's all consensual. Everything on the Sean Connery level was like borderline, you know. It was like, it was no like if Sean Connery. Yeah, yeah. Like if I don't <laughs> say yes, I'm gonna get hurt, kind of thing. You <laughs> date? That's how he rolls, brother. Damn, it was so <laughs> creepy. I was like, oh no, man. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. It's so so fucking <laughs> bad. Uh, I also started listening to another podcast. Uh, one that I'm surprised Mustard listens to. I'm surprised Mustard listens to any podcast at all. Um, fake do, Doctors, do. Real Friends. Huh? I said I do. Some. One and one to one or two here and there. Yeah, but I started listening to Fake Doctors, Real Friends with uh, Zach Braff and Donald Faison. And I didn't think I was going to like it, which is kind of why I've put it off so long. But I got to tell you. Those dudes have energy, and they have a lot of energy, and they are having, like, a blasty blast doing this. And I heard on their latest episode that um, the original... Allegedly. No, it's on, it's on the episode. You can go and look it up for yourself, that they're in the, the process of uh, beginning to bring Scrubs back. So... I'm, the TV show? Yeah. Yeah. That was in the latest episode. And I, I texted... What time did I text you? I texted most of the like, three in the morning where he is. Hold on. Yeah, okay. So it was 2.14 a.m. where he was. 4.14 where I was. And, um... And, yeah, like, like... Fucking just him saying that on that show, I was like, "What, really?" And apparently, everybody that everybody's down, like like uh, Zach Braff is down, uh, Donald Faison is down. Uh, so we've known the other the rest of the cast has been down. Um, I I got hope. I got hope. Mustard says the jokes couldn't work today. What do you think, DJ? Oh my. Mm. Well, like a lot of the, yeah, like he has a point where a lot of the jokes, honestly, they would have to be tweaked, you know, to work these days. But I mean, but but the uh, actual spirit of the show can work, you know. Still, 
I'm just kind of surprised. I just thought they just ended like you know on a pretty good note. Well, season eight, season eight is where the everybody counts the official end is season eight. Season nine didn't happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Mustard was supposed to watch an episode of Batgirl. How, did oh, you? Oh shit! I was supposed to do that. No, I didn't. Yeah, you Batwoman. <laughs> uh, well, I guess we. I guess I know what we're doing in the post show. <laughs> And, uh, and, uh, no, I, 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 no, 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 no. We're not watching. I the whole can't do that, dude. No. Oh no, no. It's me and terrible. DJ. Hold on, me and DJ are gonna watch shit. We're gonna listen to you react to it. No, we're not <laughs> sticking around for that. I'll do it on my own time. Thank you, sir. That's getting a little pushy. Step back. Thank you. Step back from what? Yeah, I mean, like seriously, like there's, you know, like you know, there's there, there's torture, dude, and there's like what getting pleasure watching someone getting tortured. It's like, dude. I, I'm good. Yeah. So no, can we start the fucking show now? <laughs> let's yeah, let's start the fucking show. Ah oh, man, I really am hoping for that though. But let's take a look at this. Uh, we'll we'll start with the most important news of the week is that we have the Xbox Series X price and the date of release, and I honestly do believe that with just this. They've won. Like I, I believe it because um, I don't, I don't, I don't see how the fuck Sony could undercut them at this point. Uh, no, I think I think they're just gonna have to match them. Match them, maybe, but undercut them like they have previous generations. No, not a fucking chance. So let's take a look at this. Um. The Xbox Series X price has finally been announced after months of speculation. You'll be able to get your hands on it for $499 in the U.S., um, for £29 in the U.K., and $749 in Australia. And this is on November 10th this year. Uh, pre-orders open up on September 22nd. Also, the new uh, a companion to the Series X is the Xbox Series S. Which also launches the same day and is priced at two ninety nine. Yeah, Holy okay. fuck! I am surprised uh, at these prices. I mean, I really am. I mean, I knew it was not going to go uh, above five hundred. Like, neither company is going to make that mistake ever again. But yeah. the but you know, uh, so like the Series X, uh, you know, that's not that shocking. But the but the S, I expect that maybe like maybe like an undercut of uh, of four hundred, not three hundred, because that's the price of a of a one S right now. Yeah, and uh, that you know that's great. Like I might get a Series S. I mean, what what does what else does it have besides? Uh, I mean, what what's the specs on the S, the the uh, Series S? Because one point four teraflops. I don't know about that, there, Chief. The hell are you looking at? <laughs> huh? um, oh, go, go down, asshole. The so, GPU. The GPU specs on the one S on the right. Oh. One point four teraflops. It's horrible. Yeah, this is the one S, bro. This is the old one, not the. Oh, Series that's S. my Xbox. It's yeah, fucking awful. <laughs> no wonder you did. You know, no wonder you fucking abandoned console shit. gaming. <laughs> 
so the Series X, well, this is the 1X. This is the one I have. So let's take a look at this. The Series X will have eight, eight, eight uh, Zen 2 cores at 3.8 gigahertz. Whereas the 1X was eight custom Jaguar cores at 2.13 gigahertz. It's a lot slower, though. Um... It's a lot slower. The gigahertz yeah, is slower. Like literally, it's yeah. like a whole gig. It's like a whole gigahertz. Yeah, it's over a gig slower. Uh, Twelve teraflops at fifty. At fifty-two CUs versus six teraflops at forty CUs. Uh, the die size really doesn't matter. I'm not really quite sure what they threw that in. <laughs> not really. Um, process is going to be seven nm enhanced versus sixteen nm FS plus, which is a conversion, which is not bad, but this is way better. Uh, 16 gigs versus 12 gigs memory. Um, bandwidth. On the X, actually. Huh? GDDR6 on the X. On the Series GDDR5 X, yeah. GDDR5 on... Yeah. So, yeah, the, the in-output is going to be... is impressive. Look at this. Yep. Two yeah, point like, holy four... crap. It's like night day, really. Yeah. 2.4 gigs raw, 4.8 gigs compressed. That's a lot. And if folks, yeah, if wait, this wait, is wait, uh... go up. You're missing a lot of exports and shit. You got the NVMe SSD instead of the one terabyte hard drive. Yeah. That's going to be like, your literal load times are going to be like non-existent. You're going to have PC load times. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. For the price of one <laughs> fucking GPU... Um, 4K ultra uh, drive, 4K at 60 frames per second, up to up 120, to 120 versus 4K at 30 up to 60. So that's really fucking I'm moving on up to the I'm trying to look for like the Series S. Um, might have to type it in or something. Yeah, you might have to like do a search, do it, do its own search. Or you might click it at the top of the article. Click it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's referenced right over here. Oh, there we go. It there looks like go. a speaker. Damn, it's so fucking tiny, bro. Yeah. It's more appealing than the, than the uh, Series X, in my opinion. It looks so tiny, and it looks kind of cool, but honestly, the, 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 the difference in performance is going to be what's really going to drive it because this is an ssd drive no disk drive for the series s um, yeah but it's only 512 yeah it's supposed to uh be an all digital system so uh no nah, i think I'll just, I'll just stick to the series x like when it's on sale or maybe yeah, next it's an year all or something. digital system also this one the this doesn't have this one's max resolution is only 1440p not 4k Alright, let's take a look at this. Uh, See, all digital 1440p up to 140, Direct frames. X ray tracing, variable rate shading, variable refresh rate, which could be an issue for DJ because he has motion sickness. Uh, low latency, 512 gigabyte SSD, 4K. That's, that's a problem right there, the 512. Yeah. A 4K media playback and 4K upscaling for older games. Hope you can hope you, you can connect a uh, external hard drive to this thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, you can for sure. Yeah. But you're not gonna get the SSD load times stuff. No. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'll probably just get a Series X. I'd say get the time. Series X. Just fuck it. Really. Yeah. Just go. I'll just go all the way. Like since I, I 
I will probably be getting the Series S, though. If I'm being honest. I will probably be getting it. Yeah, I mean, it's a... It's good, yeah, I mean, it's a solid system. I'll give it that. No, it's, a, it's an amazing system. Um... Yeah, I don't really play I don't really play games on my TV anymore, so I wouldn't need the whole 4K resolution. My monitor's 1440p, so this would be perfect. So yeah, and uh, Sony is said to have a big reveal Wednesday, which we called on this fucking show that they were waiting for. <laughs> yeah, for Xbox to do something. For Xbox to do something, motherfuckers. So I, I think at this point, um, yeah, like they wanted like they, yeah, basically Sony was hope for, hoping for lightning to strike twice, basically. Yeah, they were hoping to undercut them, but honestly, with the like like oh. where where this is where this is four ninety nine and then two ninety nine, like the 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 the, the, P, the PS five is going to have a disc drive and a non disc drive, so yeah. you know. It wouldn't just undercut it. They wanted to actually see what uh, Xbox, uh, Xbox was uh, was does because like undercut was a big part, but wasn't the only part in the PS Four success. Another part was see if uh, Microsoft would like f up on the uh, on some of the features, like the the one like the, like the Xbox One always online. <laughs> Boy, was that a mistake! Yeah. And so far, it doesn't seem like Microsoft's making the same mistake. They, they, they learn, which is good, because you know, cause like I said, like last time, they needed that. They needed that humble pie. They they really needed that. I mean, I can't believe they thought actually thought that was a good idea, but now it seems like they learned from their mistakes, and now uh, we're getting two solid systems. And now Sony, you know, can't capitalize on Microsoft. I forget uh, their GPUs that Nvidia just flopped on the table with everybody. Yes, dude. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, think, that right there. You think 16 teraflops is a lot? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yes. Okay. PC master race. We don't need to hear it. Just say welcome <laughs> to 2012. No, welcome boys. to yeah, 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 yeah. We heard it all before. <laughs> You're not saying like anything. That, fucking it's like new. that scene. It's like that scene in uh, Back to the Future where he's like, well, "No, wait, no, wait. I've, I've seen this." And the kids are like, "Wait, how do you see this? It's brand new." <laughs> It's uh, funny. Not really. You, you, you're spewing shit that uh, DJ and I have heard for fucking twenty years. Funny to me. I'm laughing. <laughs> Yay! Oh man! All right, moving on. Moving on. Uh, and this is a weird one, and I kind of like this. Uh, what the hell is this, bro? Streets of Rage. Well, Streets of Rage, long relationship with real world, real world protests is a wait, real wait. thing. Wait, hold on, hold on. Wait, Mustard, do you do you do you know what Streets of Rage is? No. Oh Jesus man! Fucking Christ! Okay. Fucking Zoomer, you infant! Oh yeah, sure. Just because I haven't heard of one fucking fighting game from the eighties. Okay, do you know like, uh, dozens of them? What? Uh, do you know Final Fight? Yeah, dude, Final Fight. Yeah, huh? Yeah, okay, yeah. Streets of Rage, the series, is pretty much the Genesis uh, version of Final Fight, basically. Oh, okay, okay. This is not. You see what I mean? I can. How can you call me a Zoomer and be all dickhead with me when you, there's like twenty fucking different versions of each fucking game, dude? Not really. Got rollerblade time. That's cool. <laughs> uh... This is Fun this game. is the first game. This is the game. 
So this is the game that Final Fight originated from, is what you were saying. Final Fight, uh, Double Dragon even stole a lot of their... Um... Oh, yeah, it, it's exactly like Double Dragon. Yeah, all, like it started with, with Streets of Rage. Like this okay. is this is pretty much one of the first uh, beat 'em up side scrollers in history. Uh, even I, I think the only one that really predates it is the very 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 first Street Fighter. If I'm wrong, if I, uh, uh, Street Fighter, I don't, was, think, I don't think Street Fighter was Street like just, this. But, yeah, Street Fighter yeah. just one on one fighting. Uh, we're talking beat 'em up games. Yeah, yeah Street Fighter, is, the very yeah. first Street Fighter was a beat 'em up. It was no, it was a a, a yeah, very crappy like, fighting game. Write it down, Mustard. We'll take it out. We'll check it on the post show. Okay. Uh, but almost thirty years after its initial release, Streets of Rage still has staying power, not just because of nostalgia. The two D side scrolling beat 'em up taps into strong anti establishment themes and has a bizarre history of finding itself aligned with important flashpoints and uh, historic uprisings. And that's true. Um, I think Streets of Rage is even in Turtles in the first Ninja Turtles movie. Uh, and there was a whole lot of political stuff going on around that time, too. Right, DJ? Yeah, yeah it's true. Yeah, it was. You know what's actually kind of uh, funny, especially in this day and age? Well, I don't know. Like, the thing is, like, in the first Streets of Rage, all three of them are cops. You yeah. just had yeah, this yeah. system, and you just wanted to beat up everybody they see. <laughs> yeah, he just fucked them up. Uh <laughs> I mean, jeez. I mean, one super in the first Streets of Rage is that, uh, it might be these supers, like, you call it back up and a police guy shoots, like, a freaking grenade launcher into the street. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty violent. We loved it. Um, yeah, no regard for innocent life at all. Just fucking see, yeah, that. no, he was just like... No, li- literally, literally, it was, uh, it was pretty, it was, it was pretty violent and it was pretty, like, it's very anti-establishment. And it's, it's funny that now that I'm thinking about it, like, now that this we're reading this article like yeah yeah uh it goes all the way the fuck back then so streets of rage 2 wasn't just about generic anti-heroes fighting the bad guys it also tapped into social tensions at the time uh that angst manifested itself uh politically for some and in plenty of pop culture too from rap groups like nwa malcolm uh the malcolm x film from spike lee um our own cultural pride manifested itself in a different way we associated with characters that look like us. Um, so, as kids grew up playing with toys like Sun Man, uh, oh my god, remember Sun Man, DJ? Oh my god, I can't believe that was a thing. Uh, this was one of the only games back in the day to feature a black character. A black playable character. Yeah? That's cool. Sad, but it's the truth. Remember how shocked I was when uh, we was playing uh, Alien vs. Predator and, and, and like the Marine was black? I was like, wait a minute, he's black? Oh, God, dude, the comments you made. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I'm telling you, I was, I, was, I was literally blown away. He's like, wait a minute, he's black? Holy crap, we got a black guy in Aliens. They do exist. What do you mean they it, do it exist? Die. Frost, Frost existed. He was black. Yeah, it, it, it didn't die. Frost didn't die. Wait, the... Yeah, they did. Yeah, he did. Wait, was how did was Frost cocooned or did he get blown up? Everybody Wait. died. Everybody died. The only no, person Frost, to live Frost in was, Alien. Frost was blown up. Frost was blown up. 
damn it, he did die. Shit, <laughs> I thought he got cocooned. Um, oh no, no, no! He was when 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 he was like the captain's gone. He's gone. Remember, the Sarge remember, is like, gone. They were, uh, Sarge, yeah, Sarge is gone. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, it's when uh, it's when Dietrich gets flamethrowered, and uh, what's his name is uh, uh, she's trying to pull uh, Hudson, and then it's Frost that gets. Uh, he's standing right next to the to the bag of magazines that blows up. So, yeah. <laughs> anyways, weird flashback. Thank you. Um, Streets of Rage being anti-establishment didn't mean that it was anti-cop. One of the lasting images from the first game was a police car special attack. A move that would hail an officer to fire napalm cannons at enemies. <laughs> yeah! Yeah. Hell yeah! And, of course, it does tie into the 1985 move bombing in Philadelphia. The long arm of the law just got a little bit longer. <laughs> the long arm of the law just got a flamethrower attached to it. <laughs> I'll tell you, man. Uh, in the second game, however, that, that attack is gone. Instead, each character had their own special move, like the corkscrew, the knuckle bomb. Uh, the decision to remove the police back up entirely was an important distinction. Ex-cops employing the resources of the police... The establishment sent a mixed message, and that's kind of what they wanted to do. Like, this was when SNK ran things, and Capcom was a little bitch in the corner. No, no, like DJ. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah DJ was a bitch in the corner? No, no, no. <laughs> I don't know, DJ, were you? <laughs> it was the 80s, man. I know you did a lot of cocaine. We don't... We don't talk about the white times. <laughs> wow. <laughs> There's now going to be a movie developed called The Black Guy of Wall Street. <laughs> I, I hope Cuba Gooding Jr. plays you. <laughs> this just... This just... Is. He does twice the cocaine. Oh, God. A, <laughs> no. A day. Oh, my God. How does he live? That's what the whole movie's about. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, no, SNK, uh, back in the 80s, is what Cap- is was what Capcom is now. Like, they're huge. They're, they were huge. They did everything. They had Samurai yep. Showdown, Streets of Rage, um, the Metal, uh, the Metal Slug, Metal Slug. That's what I was trying to think of. There, there's even arcades that have like five or six of their games plugged into one. But yeah, SNK was the top dog. So, this is really funny. Um, so let's see here. In 2018, the teams of French video game studio Dotemu. Partner with Guard Crush Games and Lizard Cube. <laughs> All right. Re- revived the Dormant franchise, and in April 2020, Streets of Rage 4 was released. Um, I'm about to get it. I didn't know it was out. Yeah, neither did I. Talk about under the radar. Yeah, no shit, right? Uh, he claims that there was no point in doing a reboot because those games were fucking cool, and we agree. There's a mosquito in my studio, and I'm trying to fight it. Anyways, um, there was nothing that needed to be... Why don't you just hit it with a truck? Fuck. 
<laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> don't let nothing like a don't don't let something as simple as a house get in your way. Yeah, hate you guys. <laughs> yeah, but this is uh, this is an actual image from the game. Uh, Mustard, do you want to read what that says? Only trust your fists. The police will never help you. <laughs> Except napalming the entire street. Yep. Um, it says this is a meme, a Photoshop contest, but this is real. This was a this was an actual message in Japanese. It popped up on the screen. Yeah. We didn't find that shit out for fucking like fifteen years. Remember that DJ? Yeah. Yeah, it's true. You know, when we actually comprehend this stuff. Ah, good times, man. But it's just saying the streets of... It's a very anecdotal article, which is why we're not going through it very much. But it's saying that even with what's going on in the world right now, which we usually don't talk about, Streets of Rage 4 did release at the beginning of all this conflict. And this the author of this article is pointing that out and how bizarrely strange these games have been tied into very tense points of history. And I tend to agree. And the anti-establishment message has never gone away. It's it's never gone. It's evolved, but it's never gone. You know, art, you know, like video games, no wait, okay. Like art, video games really have like important things to say some of the time. You know? Like yeah, most no, art they, projects they imitate, do. They, they imitate life, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I just feel like it's a form of expression either way, you know? Well, look at that classic fighting pose, DJ. Look at that. Oh, yes. Just a skirt short as ever. The If I ever stood like that in a real fight, I'd break my legs. <laughs> Shit, or just take one quick swift kick to the... You know, whatever. One swift kick to the knee, that's it. Yeah, and I'm done. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Game over. My character's blinking. Uh, street, uh, streets of medical. <laughs> streets of call the fucking ambulance. <laughs> this is not how I meant to go. Uh, you and our other brother, too. <laughs> One swift kick to his knee and he's out. Look at, look at these fighting stance. I used to love this. That's so cool. Yeah, you should worry. Wondering, folks are watching like a little gameplay of Streets of Rage two. Yeah, that's two. Yeah, that's she body slams him on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah there was there was there was friendly fire on. So, <laughs> so if you fucked up and like you were playing a two player and God, turned around, and guys, fucked really, do we need to talk about this? We need to. Lofus, one of our lovely patrons, is highly excited for this, so we're going to talk about it. Prince of Persia, the Sands of Time remake has been announced. Can I read it? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Alright. Ubisoft has announced the return of its long-dormant series with Prince of Persia, the Sands of Time remake, following some leaks of the remake earlier today. Set for release on January 21st, 2021, the Sands of Time remake will cost $39.99 and will be available on PS4, Xbox One, Epic Games Store, and the Ubisoft Store on Windows and Uplay+. There will not be a PS5 and Xbox Series X and Series S version of the remake, but it will be playable on the next-gen consoles via backward compatibility. <laughs> wow. That's fucked. Uh, but I yeah. mean, it doesn't really make a difference at this point. It really doesn't. 
No, 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 no. All games are made in 4K now. You just... You know, whatever. It, it's fine. Alright. Uh, the Assassin's Creed engine... Ubisoft confirmed that this is the company's first ever full-scale remake, bringing back the classic 2003 adventure in a remake developed by Ubisoft Pune and Ubisoft Mumbai. Ubisoft promises a fresh approach to combat, puzzle-solving, and rewinding time, with new camera angles and fully remade sequences. 9th Century Persia will be reimagined by the two studios, but players can expect a return to the story they know, including returning voice actor Yudi Lowenthal as the prince, with actress... Supinder Reik taking on the role uh, taking the role of Princess Farah. Ubisoft has, Ubisoft has confirmed the remake is made using the Anvil engine behind the Assassin's Creed franchise, and Ubisoft's Pune's and game director Pierre Sylve- Sylvain Geyers. Dude, <laughs> these names, these fucking names. We get it. You guys are French. Told IGN <laughs> about the seriously. About the challenges of adapting the engine for the princess's playable character. So it's just going to be another Assassin's Creed game. Dude, but that makes that makes DJ happy. Yuri is back. Yeah, actually, uh, actually, it's pretty good. Yeah, I look, I look forward. I look, I look, I'm actually happy that she got redoing the lines and stuff like that. I don't know. Man. And actually, technically, this is more God of War esque. This, it was literally Assassin's Creed before Assassin's Creed was Assassin's Creed. You know what I'm saying? No, nah, it was a hack and slash, bro. Uh, yeah, it was a hack and slash. Yeah, I mean, no, it was, it was a hack and slash. It was a. It was, it was a... also a rage-inducing game. I remember how fucking yeah. hard it was. Do you guys remember? Yeah, I remember. Oh yeah, holy crap! Yeah. So like all the fucking yeah. jumps I mean, and that's... shit, you'd fall. And you'd be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, Grab but that's why you. <laughs> I swear to fucking God, I'm gonna jump in there and. Yeah, you know, <laughs> dude, I remember thinking about it as a kid. You want me to uh, blow through this little quote that he has right here? Sure. All right. So this is a quote from uh, what's his name? Geyers. Uh, Pierre Sylvain Geyers, game director. So, if you've ever played Assassin's Creed Origins and Prince of Persia, you can see that Bayek and the Prince have different uh, morphology. Bayek is very strong and heavy during the combat, so we had to adjust the engine to embody the Prince, who was light and a very high velocity. Uh, One of the main challenges we had to do in the game is that we had to work on the rewind feature featuring the Sands of Times, all based around time control, with free slow-mo and rewinding. And technically, this was a huge challenge that our team here at Ubisoft Pune managed... Managed to perfect to implement a new approach to really have a smooth experience and seamlessly uh, experience between the gameplay and the cinematic as well. So it's continuous Man, flow of a story. They nerfed the prince, bro. They made him a skinny little bitch. That sucks. He's always been that way, dude. He's always been spry. Like where? Did you hear what they said? Bag is very strong during combat. So we had to adjust the engine to embody the light. So to, to embody the prince here? who is light and has a very high velocity. Yeah, when it works. Um, uh, you know, so interestingly I, I, enough, I, I, I hope I it becomes successful. Is. Although, although I hope it becomes successful, but I really don't much care for Warrior Within. You know, the second game in the trilogy because the prince just became Third? an emo. No, the third was the th- uh, Two Thrones. Yeah, the third was Two Thrones. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, now the Two Thrones one, I would love to have that one be remade. Yeah, that would be cool. I love that game. Yeah. You know, right? I still have uh, still have it on PC, original box, and everything. Wow. <laughs> love that game. Every once in a while, I play that game. I love it. <laughs> but, yeah, since the time, I mean, I'm excited. I hope they do uh, more remakes of the uh, trilogy. 
worry with it. Like I said, I could take it or leave it. But two thrones, oh hell yeah. Uh, so monster, do you want to keep going? I just explained why Ubisoft decided to <laughs> re hold on <laughs> to remake the the classic Santa. All right, time. get back. <laughs> Rather than rebooting the franchise entirely or doing a simpler remaster, which Geyers acknowledged the company had already done on the last generation. It's a remake because we rebuilt everything from scratch and we also had the chance to work with motion capture and have to have Yuri and Supinder Reich as the princess for the cinematics, he said. <clears throat> so motion capture, facial animation, we also re-recorded all, all the dialogue and all the lines, so that's why we call it a remake and not a remaster. A reboot would have meant like we would we would have also reworked on the design and the level design, but as we wanted to stay true to the original story, we recreated all the levels to play on the nostalgia for the players, but all but allow new players to have a very smooth experience because we revisited three things mainly: the camera, combat, the navigation has been reworked completely. Oh, thank. Well, fuck. that's good because the camera was fucking trash, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was bad. Was. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that shit. The, the the fly on the wall camera. I never liked that shit. I never liked that shit. Not in not in Silent Hill or fucking Resident Evil. Yeah, Resident nah. Evil had that shit. Nope, I never liked it. So uh, I don't know. You want to click on some of this footage? Sure, if you want. Let's take a look at this. Do it. Most people think time is like a river. Oh, that flows from the original, right? sure in one direction. No? But well, I that's, that's the original. Time. And oh I my god, look at those blocks, dude. Look at those blocks. <laughs> they are wrong. Oh, it's my boy. Inside the hourglass is a marvel no living man has ever seen. Only the dagger can unlock the sands of time. It still looks like ass. It still kind of does look like ass, but it looks a lot better than it used to. <laughs> oh yeah, hit it with your sword, Jake, man. I wonder if... Oh, hold on. Oh, that's why. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna... Consume everything. Come with me, then. Oh, hold on. But let, me, let me rewind this a bit because that wasn't in HD. Still looks like ass. Still kind of looks like ass. <laughs> Still looks like ass. <laughs> <laughs> Even in HD. I think, I think HD made it worse. No, it made it a lot better. Oh, no. Oh, shit! But I warn you, I move pretty fast. You'd better keep up! Oh my god. Hey, you better fucking keep up. Yeah. Bonk. You need flashbacks! I know. Look at the sword, look at the sword! Give me the dagger! Never! Fuck you! Fuck your mom! <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, look at that. I brought this on us. You are brave. Oh shit! Did you guys see that? Yeah. Don't let go. Quack will look in.
Wow. Well, I'm excited. Uh, yeah, I can't lie. That that actually did yeah. pique my interest. It's going to be a stream game. God damn, dude. Like, I felt all the nostalgia. Shit. I'm like, DJ over here, getting flashbacks. <laughs> oh. You, are you guys in? Because I'm in at 40 bucks. I'm in. 40, yeah, 40 bucks. bucks. Yeah, that's a pretty good deal. Yeah, uh, I, can save up, I can save up two Jacksons. Yeah, I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's take a look at this. Ubisoft CEO addresses recent company scandals and apologizes to all victims. <laughs> Jesus, guys. They just keep oh, digging God. the hole deeper and deeper. And uh, just combat go. workplace toxicity and increased diversity within Ubisoft ranks. In a special video message released by Ubisoft before the Ubisoft Rewards Showcase, Guimot addressed audiences directly with a message that broadly covers some of the scandals that have hit the company in recent months. Uh, we're not going to get oh, this God. prick the time. Uh, I, 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 was, uh, I was kind of interested in what he had to say, but okay. <laughs> just, all right, DJ, what about you? Might as well. I mean, it's kind of rare for him to see a CEO actually address hey, okay, shit. Fucked up, say you know? shit, you know, like you know, say CEO, you just, just just clap their mouths and like, okay, it'll go away. In a short while, we will start our second Ubisoft Forward event. That is not the voice I expected to come out of that face. Time for developers and players to come together <laughs> to celebrate a shared passion for games. However, before we start. I'd like to say a few words about internal issues that have come to light recently. This I told summer, you they were hello we French. learned that certain Ubisoft employees Dude, did not uphold I feel like this is a joke of some kind. And that our systems failed to protect the victims of their behavior. I am truly sorry to everyone who was hurt. We have taken significant steps to remove or sanction those who violated our values. Okay, like, could you not have spent the time to, and we are working you know, memorize this? This motherfucker is reading off a card so hard it hurts. We are also focused on Look, what's quite clear. Well, it's quite clear. English is his first language. He's probably having a difficult time. At all levels of the company. For example, we yeah. will invest an additional $1 million over the next five years in our graduate program. The focus will be on creating opportunities for underrepresented groups. He's a CEO, not a fucking actor or spokesperson. To join and thrive at Ubisoft. We are at the start of a long journey. Real change will take time. But I am determined to do everything in my power to ensure everyone at Ubisoft feels welcomed, respected, and safe. And to rebuild the trust our teams, fans, and players have in us. Also, around the world, this year continues to mm -hmm. be a time of societal unrest. Mm -hmm. I want to be clear. Ubisoft stands for equality and respect for all. Unfortunately, one of our recent mobile games included content that was inappropriate. This kind of oversight cannot happen. We are putting in place safeguards to prevent it in the future. We condemn anyone using our games as a proxy for hate or toxicity. 
Oh shit! There goes Rainbow Six. Rainbow Six is fucking gone. That's it, dude. That's the end of it. What did he just say? That's, that's it. It's over. I don't, even, I don't even play Rainbow Six, and yeah, you're right. Even I know. Continues to affect lives around the world. Oh no, dude. Going on just fucked everybody in the Rainbow Six community. He just made me laugh so hard. That's what he did. <laughs> wow. Fucking wow, bro. I'm proud of their dedication and what they have been able to achieve. Okay, we can stop this now. I'm down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm done with that this. Fucking torch. That's so scripted and bullshit. It's not even funny. Like, it started <laughs> bye, bye, off Ray. good. It started off good, but then it just went on for too long. It's four minutes. It's four fucking minutes of this guy struggling oh, through a speech. God. He's reading off a card. But what yeah, killed he... me is that we're a vehicle for toxicity, motherfucker. Where to begin? <laughs> Hang on. How much time you got? Dude, Ubisoft games in general, bro. Like, what are you talking about, dude? What like, mu mustard, mustard. Bring in the TV strapped to that dolly thing, like we used to have at school. We got a, we got a presentation <laughs> to run through, bro. <laughs> With the VCR and the yeah, shelf. bro. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, hold on. I didn't, re I didn't rewind it. Hold on. I got it. Clockwork Orange's ass. <sighs> oh Fucking Ubisoft. Anything Ubisoft multiplayer. It's trash. It's, 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 uh, it's just fucking garbage. It's, it's, it's hot fucking dumpster fire garbage. And just, uh, they've known for a while that there is a lot of cheating in their games, and they've done fuck all about it. Like, you know, wait, wait, go down. Honor go down is down. another Ubisoft game. Wait, that game on. is toxic as fuck. Very, yeah. NWACP, a donation to NWACP. Hey, what the heck did they do? I keep telling you, dude. Like they, they. Uh. So yeah, like like we appreciate the, um, the effort and the coming forward and the stance, like as 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 minorities in the gaming community. Uh, yes, we appreciate the work that you're trying to do. However, few years too late, you know. <laughs> so actually, help not not just say you're gonna help. Yeah, actually help, please. And and, yeah. and like I said, a few years a few years ago, this was like four years ago, this would have been much more impactful. Like right wait, now, wait. actually, no, actually, to be fair, no, there's still the opportunity considering the riots and uh, you know whole situation with you know. So no, there's still the opportunity I, I, I now. Guess. Yeah, I guess it's relevant, but you, you know so. No, he's a shot. I mean, it would have been better four years ago, but here's another opportunity, and it seems like this this time they're actually taking it. Oh yeah, like don't get me wrong, like and like I said, like we appreciate the effort, we appreciate what they're doing. However, had <laughs> has this been a midpoint instead of a starting point? Like maybe maybe I'm just bitching to bitch, but you know, like this this whole this whole problem has been around for four about four years. And, um, well, about three years, three or four years. And, you know, had they stepped up three, maybe four years ago, this would have been more of a benchmark for other game companies to come to rather than them trying to catch up is what I guess I'm trying to say.
Oh okay. yeah, I mean, I can understand that, but I guess. Yeah, like I, I said, maybe I'm somewhere. just bitching a bitch, you know? Yeah, I, th- I think that's what it is. I mean, no, you have, you have a couple of good points, but at this point, it's just like one of those, yeah. So All right, moving fuck on. on. Yeah. Ubisoft sucks. Ubisoft does suck. Uh, bastards. So this is Mustard's story. You want to tell us about it? Yeah, dude, Black Ops Cold War, bro. The multiplayer reveal got got done, uh, when, when, was it last week? Or was it this, was this past week? Yeah, uh, this, yeah, this past, past week. week. And, uh, yeah, everything looks, it looks like Black Ops 1, dude. Like, the multiplayer is literally just looks like old school Black Ops. And, like, the old school, like, uh, kill streaks and sights and weapons and all that. It's pretty dope. Let's, uh, scroll through it. Come on. <sighs> <laughs> you didn't like Black Ops. He's absolutely All right. Wow. For everybody doesn't look, it's just a blank screen that says Chris Trout, 10th of September 2020. It says, here is absolutely everything you should know about Black Ops Cold War. And it's nothing. blank. It's blank. It's blank. It's, there's nothing there. That's why we're laughing. Oh my god. Here it is, fellas. <laughs> oh no. Well, no, no, oh, that was a short a, story. Can you get a screen cap of that? I want to put that on our social media. I can't. I don't know how to do it on my, on my 60%. Oh no. Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Send me the. Uh, I, can, I think I can do it. Send, send the link to me. Well, no, I wanted to get it. I wanted to get a capture here. God do damn. it now. Just yeah. do it now. Literally, just just hit your fucking screen cap now. I don't know how to do it on my fucking keyboard. Uh, anyways. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, that's terrible. Like, <laughs> who wrote this? Who wrote this? Chris Trout. Hold on. Chris Trout, man, you have just reinvented journalism. Oh, thank you, Mustard, for bringing this to us. This this was good. This was, was great. You're welcome. All right, we can move on now. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> I'm trying to get the uh, Shift Command and three. All right, hold on. I gotta I gotta get a screenshot. I have to. I have to. Yeah, got it. There it is, right in the corner. Look at that. Hell yeah. I hope that's saved. I, I really do. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, fuck me! Like I just can't get over. Like this, this, this site is just so absolutely perfect. <laughs> All right. So, oh, here we go. What is? Who? Oh my god! This is so bad. Uh, Black Ops Cold War gameplay is on the wild, and Treyarch's next game looks incredible. After the multiplayer reveal, we're infinitely more knowledgeable in this year's game and what we can expect. COD 2020, uh, we'll see Treyarch and Raven Software collaborate to create this year's Juggernaut, with Beanox helping out. a big out. deal! Kind of a big deal, but not exactly the team-up you want, you know what I mean? I don't know, but I mean, it's exciting to see something new. True. Other than just fucking Treyarch. Okay, then Raven. Okay, then Slit. You know what I mean? You know? 
All right, the Black Ops 1 sequel brings in familiar faces to support the campaign mode, as such as Alex Mason, Frank Woods, and Jason Hudson. Dude, they're bringing Mason back. I told you. Holy shit. Wow. I On the multiplayer you. front, the game looks to take all the great things that Modern Warfare brought us in the past year and continue to evolve with it at a Black Ops flair. Season 6 of Warzone will be a huge milestone for Call of Duty as hist- history as it begins the transition of the universal narrative that is now set to span across the franchise and connect the games together. Dude, that's well put. I like this. Sorry. The guy, the it's guy real- can write a decent... No, no, no. The guy can write a decent article. It's just everything else that's, about it sucks. Yeah, it's, it's the, the formatting of the page, the webpage. It's horrible. It's, it's rumored this is being done by a live nuke event cha- changing Verdansk for good. Here's everything we know about Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. So, right, there's so. a lot here. Let's just start where we want to go. Like, what do you want to do? Uh, release date? So... Damage flinch has been redesigned. Okay. okay. Uh, would That's be made good. more of a mechanism to signal you rather than, you know, just fucking, you know, mustard shaking his controller because he's going through withdrawals. Nope. They have to make sure this is redesigned. I don't play the controller anymore. <laughs> uh, Transit is returning. And z- oh, yeah, that's right. We have zombies coming back. Uh, and this is a whole new mode, a whole different 80s twist on it. It's going to have more, uh, um, more stages, more, more things to do. I don't think it's going to be yeah. as heavy as this last iteration was. Oh my gosh. Activision, please, please do a thriller theme. Oh my God. That would be the shit. All right. Dude, I would, we need I to copyright so that. We need to copyright that, and fucking, we're, we're selling that. All right, so. Um, I was so beyond that shit. This is dope, bro. I, I like, oh, wait, no wait, what? Drop shotting gone? drop shots. What? So you have to have a certain handle to even go prone. No that more drop shots. Let's really take them away. Wow. That doesn't necessarily mean they're gone, though. It just means that they've they've changed the mechanic. Yeah. And that's good enough for me. We got some cool loadout operators. Also, they're bringing back the operators again for this. Nice. Yeah, it's um, going to be different operators, obviously. With the, uh, let's see who's developing. Release, release date. date. Three days. Three days after the release of the Series X. Sheesh. That's that. I'm so excited. I would have gone. I would have gone just a week after the Series X. Let people at least get another paycheck in. Nah, fuck that, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all got three days. Save up, save up sixty-four dollars. Fifty-nine ninety-nine. Sixty-four. I bought the ultimate edition already. I paid for it. I'm bits already in the bank. Just waiting for it. Got all these trailers, and it's got ray tracing, bro. Yes. <laughs> uh, some of the box art. It's gonna be awesome. I'm excited. Vietnam. Um, hmm. The new engine is not the same one used in Modern Warfare. 
They're wow. not fully using Modern Warfare's engine. Okay. So in other words, they're using the cores, but not the everything else. Team share underlying technology using Black Ops Cold War was created back in 2015. It's the first fucking Black Ops. I'm telling you guys. <laughs> uh, so multiplayer. I hope not. The first, uh, the first Black Ops multiplayer was not. It was not ass, dude. I had fun. DLC and season pass. So here's some of the here's some of the kill streaks. We got the RCXD <laughs> returning, spy plane, artillery, napalm strike, air patrol, war machine, helicopter, chopper gunner, chopper gunner, counter UAV, the VTOL, and the cruise missile uh, are likely to be added later on. Rumored. And these the specialist weapons are back: the flamethrower, hand cannon, blow bow, black, oh. grenade Whoa. launcher, and death Whoa. machine. Whoa. <laughs> oh How did you kill him? Blow. <laughs> Commando is back. Oh, man. Uh, M16's back. MP5 is back, DJ. You can relax. Uh. <laughs> the Stoner 63? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, the Gaios. The Gaios SA12s in here. The, the Skiss. Um, wow. Dude, the LW3 is back. Fuck that thing, oh, bro. I hate shit, that, that fucking thing was gun. Garbage. I hate it. Oh, I, hope I, they, uh, hate I hope it. they tweaked it, though. But, yeah, this is a... Uh... They did it. If it's from 2015 engine, oh, they didn't tweak stop. it, bro. They didn't tweak it, bro. <laughs> they didn't tweak it. They didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the way it happens. <laughs> right, whoa, 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 whoa. Beta, beta. You passed the beta. Alright, here we go. Uh, 8th of October, starting on PS4. Okay, that's fucking ass. 15th, you get the PS... Ah, dude. The 15th to the 16th is the Xbox and PC early access. And then the 17th to the 19th is open all platforms. Huh. That's ass. Why do PS4 players get the fucking benefits of everything, dude? This is a bitch more. Uh, Alright, zombies. So far, we've seen some new zombies which reveal at the end of the multiplayer reveal. Yeah. Have you guys seen this? I have not. And then we're going to click on it. We're clicking on it now. I clicked on it. To the zombies, dude. Oh, that's. <laughs> oh, dude. Gotta take it out. What the heck? That's it. That's all you get. That's it. That's I'm good with that. What was it? Zombies, thanks for, for showing up. Play it again. It's 11 <laughs> seconds. It's 11 seconds. Play it again for him. Alright, here, here we go. Increase the screen. I can barely see it. That's No, that's the format of this page, dude. It's not me. You can full screen it, though. Oh. Because, yeah, that's no, I, mean, I saw... Okay, yeah, there's like a bunch of little zombies. That, 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 that looked like living shit at first. Yeah. Um. Tag der Toten. Uh, okay. So, could be cool. Uh, yeah, there's a lot to this. These are the perks. I'm not sure what they are. Okay, yeah, some of them look like he's, like, pissing on the grave. <laughs> the Dead Ops Arcade is back, I guess. Okay, what do you guys think? 
Oh, it is back. Okay. Pre-order? Pre-order? If you pre-order uh, the Black Ops Cold War, you need to refang what's up with the import blueprints. Yeah, got that. It's not that good. Yeah. Old faithful. It is... Cross-platform confirmed. Yes. And theater mode is back. That's so, all well and dandy. I'm happy. I mean, I, I'm not as excited for this as Mustard is, but I am going to say that uh, I am looking forward to the game. I, I wonder <laughs> where we're going to go with it. I wonder what... uh. What's in, what's going to be in the story is what really interests me because You're not excited to play it on your brand new Xbox One X, bro. Series X, you mean? But, uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Xbox X thing. <laughs> Xbox X X X Xbox X. X One Xbox One Xbox X One X, Xbox Xbox One One Xbox. X. <laughs> One thing I am curious though is that you know with Cold Series. War, I, I wonder if uh, Black Ops Two and Three are going to be canon now. They've always been canon. Yeah, this they is always like are a... canon. This is all canon. Everything's canon. It's canon. however, where two jumps way into the future, Cold War jumps right. I think right after right after the first Black Ops. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm kind of wondering. Are they going to like retcon a bunch of stuff? Yeah. So. Let's get that and move on. Go into the trailer park, boys, because we got a new trailer for Dune, one of DJ's all-time favorite movies. Either that or a TV show, miniseries. Yeah, well, I remember when we—I remember when we were growing up. You used to talk about fucking Doom all the time. So well, yeah, I mean, about Black Ops Cold War. Sorry, just can't do it. You know, a futuristic desert setting. I like it. That and the idea that you know your voice is the weapon. Yeah. So let's take a look at this. This is a new one coming out, starring. If you're, if huh? you're a rock star. <laughs> God, I know. Starring um a bunch of people: Oscar Isaac, Timothy Chalamet, Zendaya. Um, what's his name? Big brown, pretty boy. Jason Momoa. Thank you. <laughs> I blanked on his fucking name. I was just like, Aquaman. Aquaman? Aquaman. It's Aquaman. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, and it's a Warner Brothers uh, picture along with Legendary. So, this could go one of two ways. Something's happening to me. There's something awakening in my mind. I can't control it. What did you see? <sighs> There's a crusade coming. <sighs> Do you often dream things that happen just as you dream them? Yes. Oh, so they're going to go with the, the profit route. The test is simple. Remove your hand from the box, and you die. What's in the box? Pain. You inherit too much power. You have proven you can rule yourself. Now you must learn to rule others. Something none of your ancestors learned. My father rules an entire planet. He's losing it. He's getting a richer one. He'll lose that one too. Oh no! Arrakis is wow. a death trap. Wait, was that an extermination? Yeah. They're picking my family off one by one. 
Let's fight like demons. An animal caught in a trap will gnaw off its own leg to escape. What will you do? I know you. The legend will be born. Oh no, look at that. All of civilization depends on it. The future. I can see it. I must not fear. Fear is the mind killer. My Lord Duke. Where the fear is gone, only I will remain. Oh, look at that, look at that. Oh my god, it's the fucking worms. That's, that's what I was waiting for, that's it. Get him! That's what I was waiting for, the freaking sandworms. So we have some of the original look of the of the first Dune. Uh, we have we have, they have the they're going with the profit route, which uh, is different from the original movie. The original movie they go with the chosen prince route, I believe it is. So <laughs> this is going to be really fucking interesting. What did you guys think? I'm curious. I'm curious to see how uh, this is going to all come about with modern technology. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to watch this. Monster? Of course I'm going to watch it, bro. I haven't seen I haven't seen Red done anything with Dune, Dune since, like, I was, like, 10. So it's about time. There was, was, was a TV series that ran for a little bit not too long ago, but... Yeah, but the book, I haven't read the book in so fucking long, bro. Also, I heard the I heard the TV series, like, while it was good, had, like, almost nothing to do with the book. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's true. Spice in the book, or the, or the TV. So, I'm, yeah, wow. Yeah. I'm it's kind of like, you know, Stephen King's The Shining, you know? Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, they, they captured, like, you know, you know, the elements, the elements that I guess matters, but yeah, they did change a lot. If, and they pretty much got rid of like whole chunks. And we have, we have this shot here, which I'm really curious about because this shot looks like it's introducing the spice, like right there. Yeah. And I'm we have. We have, uh, of course, because he's the prophet, you know, not the, not the prince rising to power. Like uh, that was another thing that was kind of left. Like, look at look at that look at that fluid dynamics they used for that. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Look at that, dude. This look at those effects. I'm already I'm already like, fuck. Just release it. <laughs> Because it comes out this year. I just don't know when. 
Did it say when? I don't we'll play, think maybe. so. This is the first trailer that came out four days ago, so I don't think it's coming out anytime soon. Maybe not. I don't think so. Hair and Eyes, the movie. <laughs> oh, shit. Um... You want to look it up? Uh, I don't know. Let's see. Let's see if IMDb has anything on it. Because, honestly, it says 2020. That, I don't know if that's the year it's made or if that's a... Trailer date. The year for the trailers made, yeah. Okay, it's right there. <laughs> and yeah, this is the original, I think, David Lynch film. Was it David Lynch that did the first one? Uh, oh, gosh, uh, I don't remember. But the, the, like the aspects that they're keeping, some of like the way the clothing looks and stuff like that, like it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, um, so it's 1984. Go up. Well, no, this is these are trailers. Oh yeah, the 2000 oh, one. Oh boy. Yeah, we don't talk about that one. Yeah. Ugh. 18th of December. It's supposed to be December. All right. Oh, going the Star Wars route. December. Nice. You guys really that hyped? I'm trying not to be because uh, DJ and I, when we read Dune together back in high school, like the first time, we drew a lot of really cool elements for it. Uh, mm-hmm. Like the RTS game too. <laughs> yeah, not only um, not only not only as writers, but it's just sci-fi fans. Like some of the themes that are played out, that you even get to see some in Star Wars, um, and because so much of it was changed in the original movie, like you really don't get to see a lot of what happens with, uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the thing, uh, the thing about the book, dude, is that it's really great for uh, if you want to get an idea on uh, characterization. Yes, if you want. If you want to get a, a, like a grasp, like okay, like how characters can develop and uh, how how to write certain characters and how people can be different, you know the the book is is really great on handling that because damn, it tells how, a like, lot in very little time. It, it really does, you know, and, and how like you know like how different personalities, you know, in a, in a written format, you know can uh, interact with each other, even clash with each other. It's a really good, like, it's really like, oh, it's like a really general, like a whole world, basically. I mean, uh, you know, like I said, the drawback is, as Muster said, it's, it's a very, very, very long book. That's well, not that long. But, I, I, I say it's, I say it's slightly it's long, bro. I say it's slightly longer than average. But I read really, really long books myself, so I might not be the best fucking. Now, now that I said it out loud, now that I said it out loud, I may not be the best fucking measure for that. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm just gonna say. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll trust you guys. <laughs> I'll trust you because I read really, really long books. It doesn't bother me. Oh it's god. A long book. <laughs> okay. It's a long book. It's a, it's a, no, okay, I'm agreeing. I'm agreeing. It's a, if you guys say it's a long book, it's a long fucking book. I'm not disagreeing. Like I, I said it the second I, I said read, it. <laughs> I read 
the series of unfortunate events multiple times. That's a long book. <laughs> it's, it's a. It was one of those who show, who's drunk at four a.m. moments for me. All right, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> Yeah, you bitch. <laughs> so I was right. Uh, David Lynch did write it and direct it. And as you can see, here's the here's the here's the description of the original. Mustard, you want to read that or or DJ? Son leads desert warriors against the galactic emperor and his father's evil nemesis when they assassinate his father and free the desert world from the emperor's rule. So that was in 1984, dude. So, and here's a description of the new one. DJ, go ahead. Okay, this one. About the son of a noble family entrusted with the protection of the most valuable asset and most vital uh, vital element in the galaxy. The spice. The spice. The spice. That makes everything nice. Now just add some chemical X on that bitch. So, as you, as you can see, there's very two divergent stories. You know what I mean? All all coming from the same fucking book. <laughs> um, yeah. And yeah, yeah there's also another very cool, like a bunch of stories coming in, but they all interlink with each other. Yeah. So, um. Uh, Alright, let's go ahead and just move on from that because we can talk about that all fucking day. Um, this is the cost of safely seeing Tenet in the United States. Christopher Nolan's new movie, uh, which I'm also dying to see. Okay. Thank you, Orion. <laughs> Same as your dog. <laughs> Me he too! Was, yeah, he was like, fuck yeah, bro, let's turn it on! <laughs> All right. Um, I had never heard of Milford, Connecticut until the town became unlikely mecca for the New York film Obsessives. Obsessive. Obsessive. Guys that like stuff. You know. <laughs> uh, Tenet, Christopher Nolan's biggest budget mind-bending action movie, opened stateside over a Labor Day weekend after being delayed from its original July release date. Unlike other recent films like Disney's Mulan that are getting direct-to-streaming releases, uh, Warner Brothers is limiting Tenet to theaters only. Stupid move. Stupid move. Uh, yeah, Nolan is kind of a prick because he says that he's extremely vocal about wanting his film to screen in theaters since the pandemic began and its release date has been bumped multiple times. Dude, you should have gone to streaming. You would have made quadruple the money. Look at fucking, uh, look at Bill and Ted. And how many people have paid 30 bucks for Milan? I'm like, come on, bro. I don't think that was very smart. No, he he wants the theater experience, man. He's 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 Nolan. <laughs> he's he's Nolan. Know <laughs> <laughs> oh, who this is? With New York theaters still closed by law, the only options available for those who can't wait exist out of state. Even for the most diehard of Nolan fans, the idea of sitting in an enclosed room with strangers for two and a half hours without enforced social distancing. Isn't very appealing. Yeah. Uh, so let's see here. 
So, Cinemark Theater, located in Milford, Connecticut's Post Mall, was hosting private screening parties for 150 bucks. Holy shit. This movie... <laughs> this movie better rock the socks off. What the fuck? So it's saying here that... Ah, oh man, this is just... People are uh, driving to Connecticut... Paying a hundred and fifty bucks for up to twenty friends, um, goddamn, to see the movie in Connecticut because New York is closed. Damn, that's dedication. I'll give it that. I mean, I I, I like his movies, but it's not a hundred and fucking fifty dollars worth. Yeah, is it I love the actor. Who, uh, I love the star, but yeah. No, no, not doing that. But yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, dude. Like, I love you, and I will watch this film, but not at that cost. No thanks. Let me not even the cost, but also the risk. Yeah, yeah, that, and that's kind of like the big thing for me too. Is that I, I really don't want to risk. I really don't want that risk in my life. Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, if you're super rich, whatever, you know, like and support the guy because you know he passed away, and I, I can understand that, but. It's not worth, you know, having to go through that for it, you know. Yeah, no, sorry. Um, just moving on from that because yeah, I'm not going to get into that. Uh, Nev Campbell is returning as Sydney for the Sydney. new Scream movie. <laughs> Hello. Oh god! As long as they don't bring back those fucking bangs she had in that one movie, oh no. Which one was that one? Which one was that? <laughs> Wasn't it so wasn't the Scream uh, series? Yes, dude. Yes, it was. It was her. Did like mustard? Look it up. The Nev Campbell bangs. <laughs> Nev Cam Campbell. Okay. Oh uh, god. I believe they're uh, continuing this series. Oh god, I don't want it. Nobody. Who the fuck asked for this? Uh, Nev Apparently. Campbell. <laughs> Someone. Oh, wait. Yeah, that's a good question. How much does Scream Four make? Uh, I don't know, exactly. mustard. Okay, why am I looking up her? Why? Because I'm reading stuff. Nev Campbell will once again play Prince Sidney yeah. Prescott in the upcoming Scream relaunch. Uh, the news was officially announced in a press release on Thursday. Campbell said in a statement that she's confident that Craven's franchise is in good hands. After uh, speaking with a production studio... They've shown love, respect, and admiration for Craven and all that he's created in the franchise. I am beyond excited to step back into the role of Sidney Prescott and return to Woodsboro. <sighs> I think we should just do a whole new cast if you're going to do uh, more screen, screams. Or was it Courtney Cox with the Banks? I think it was Courtney Cox. Might be. I might have fucked uh, that one up. I don't remember. Uh... Campbell will reunite with David Arquette and Courtney Cox. They've appeared in every major entry in the series so far. Uh, they will also join newcomers Jack Quaid, Melissa Barrera, and Jenna Ortega. Okay. I'm sorry. David Arquette needs to be in this. He needs to work. Now, what is he doing? The guy, <laughs> I mean, the guy doesn't really act anywhere else. Like, Not really, right? It's the only project that'll take him. So it's like, he, no, like, I'm not surprised. No, he needs to work. Um, 
I'm sorry, dude. Like, I just think we should have a completely new cast, maybe a different area or something. I'm, I'm tired of uh, seeing these old people. I'm tired of this fucking series. They really did the, the most original thing they could do with a copycat killer, and I think that was Scream 3 or Scream 4. And, I know, 4. Yeah. yeah. 4. And honestly, like, they've, they've run the series dry. Yeah, like, after the series, it's like, okay, yeah, no. This is beating the dead horse now. Come on. They're beating dead horses, bones dried in the desert. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I get it. I mean, people love the franchise, but I'm sorry, dude. Like, re either reboot the entire thing, like you know, find like you know, remake it, but like have different uh, actors make it completely fresh. No, just let it die. Because they did it with a series and it still didn't fucking work. This series needs to die. Needs to go the fuck away. And that's all I'm saying on that. Which is why I'm curious why if Screen 4 made like significant amount of money. Because if it did, then no, this series isn't going to go anywhere. Uh, Mustard, how much did Screen 4 make? Woo! Thank you, Mustard. Yeah, I can't, like, yeah, yeah, I'm not a robot. Hold on. <laughs> uh, eight million. That's what it made? Yeah. What the fuck was the budget on it? Oh, the whole weekend you want? The opening weekend? Uh, yes, right. how much money did it make, dude? Like, like okay, the whole thing. Okay, uh, 38.2 million. That's the United States... Uh, Canada and other places, fifty-nine million. So total gross million is total gross is ninety-seven point one million. Didn't too didn't do too bad actually. Uh, oh man, what was the budget? If if it says it, forty million. Never mind. No, well, no, they almost they doubled it. They over doubled it. Yeah. Huh. That movie was forty million on the budget. Good grief! Forty million budget. We could make that on an iPhone. For... <laughs> Where did they spend that on? I mean, oh, the actors. Oh, dude. I thought it was like a maybe like an eight to ten million uh, million dollar movie. Like forty million to make it, that. I would have given it max after after everything after stunts, B roll, cutting, promotion. I would have given it maybe twenty. And that's yeah. max production. It cost forty million to do that. I'm sorry, dude. <sighs> like, I believe someone pocketed some of that money. I'm sorry, dude. There's no way that was a forty million dollar movie. My fuck, dude. Wow. I mean, good. Okay, so like, I have to. I can't be angry. A hundred mil for the fourth installment. Yeah, of a of a franchise, I can't uh, hate the time for that. Like that's that's a lot of money for a fourth fucking movie. Yeah, I agree. Oh man, it still hurts my goddamn brain though. Yeah, just the budget kind of gets me. Do you have forty million? Who the fuck did they pay? He wants to come back. <laughs> Oh boy. Well, like I said, no, the girls, you know, good for them, but the budget, I'm sorry. You could have done that in half the half that money. 
Yeah, like I said, we could we like that movie specifically that movie we could have shot on an iPhone. Like quality, not exactly you know up there. Fuck me! All right, moving on to God damn it. Are you guys um, really getting mad at Scream 4 right now? Why? What the fuck's wrong with you guys? It shouldn't exist. It shouldn't have been made. Yeah. Neither well, should well. we. Like, I'm pretty sure all three of us were accidents, too. But hey, look at us. We're here. Hey, hey. DJ was genetically engineered in the lab in Germany. All right? He's meant to be here. You and I, yeah, however... But I... I bet the fucking, I yeah, but I bet the doctors didn't exactly go, Oh, look at that. How wonderful. No, they went, Oh, scheiße. <laughs> Yeah, he's too powerful. Ah, <laughs> uh, Shaiza, I left it in the oven too long. <laughs> hey, man, I'm Skynet, baby. Oh, fuck. God damn it. I shouldn't have made that That's joke. Black Skynet. Anyways. <laughs> Blacknet. Too many yeah, animals. Go black. <laughs> <laughs> don't, 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 don't hate on him. He's black. <laughs> Keep him around. It's interesting. All right. Anyways, moving on. Like. <laughs> No more rights for you. Uh, Diana Rigg. No promises. <laughs> star of Game of Thrones and a Bond girl uh, passes away at age 82. We say goodbye with a big heart and a big fan of all her work. The um, only character to actually give Tywin a, uh, a challenge when it came to the actual game. Dude, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She played uh, Dame Diana Rigg, who played Lady Olena Tyrell in Game of Thrones, and Tracy Bond on Her Majesty's Secret Service, among many other roles, has passed away. She died peacefully early this morning. She was at home with her family, who have asked for privacy at this difficult time. Uh, she rose to fame during the 60s, playing Emma Peel in the spy series The Avengers, which is not Marvel's Avengers, but another really cool superhero thing. Uh, she also rose to prominence uh, with Tracy Bond, the only Bond girl to marry James Bond. Uh, in recent years, she played Elena Tyrell. Honestly, one of the baddest people in that whole fucking series, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she was the only one who could actually rival Ty Wayne when it comes to actually playing the game. Well, I mean, that, and honestly, just her ability to fuck. Whoever was in front of her, not in a literal sense, but oh, yeah, like, <laughs> like the House of Roses, dude. Like, oh man, like you did not fuck with her. <laughs> She's the one. Uh, spoiler alert: If you haven't seen Game of Thrones, and if you're planning to, she is the one that kills Joffrey. Well, no, her and Littlefinger. Uh, Littlefinger delivered the poison. It was her that signed everything oh, yeah. up. Well, yeah, she signed it. You know, she fronted the money, but Littlefinger actually, you know, made it happen. So it was a, it was a joint effort. But um, her last line of the entire series is just cold blooded. Let's see. You know, it's so weird too. You know, like I mean, not just the line, just like the whole scene. It was, it was sad. It was cold blooded and sad. You know, it was, it was. She wasn't even sad for her. She was sad for Jamie. Yeah. You know, it's like you really do love her, and like you know, and that, that's that's one thing I loved about it. it's like she she does have you know she has she has her moments in her human in her humanity, and she looks at Jamie and she has such pity for him because like you poor poor fool, 
Yeah, you poor fuck. You literally destroyed my castle. I've killed hundreds of my men, sieged me for days, and now you're not even going to you're not even going to get to reap the reward of killing me. Oh, because... he didn't care. Well, no, he, like... he didn't care. Yeah, yeah. Sis, his sister was the one who cared. Jamie didn't really care. Yeah, that's what even I was Jamie say. recognized his son was a monster. Oh yeah, no, that's what I was gonna say. Is that you know, uh, 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 Cersei wanted uh, Elena to, to suffer, Lady Tyrell yeah. to suffer, but Jamie has this weird, conflicted humanity and, and mercy, yeah. so gave yeah, exactly, her the you know. the, uh, the the choice of the poison. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's why you know, one of the reasons I love Jerry when when he told her when she told him like about the uh, the poison, he had like this look of, I should you know I should hate you, but I can't because <laughs> even I know how much of a bastard my son was. That little fucker. Yeah, you know. <laughs> you know it was I think so his name's weird. like Jamie Gleason, uh, the the actor that played Joffrey, and he's so fucking hated. That he literally quit acting because of the role that he played as Joffrey. Yeah, he was that good. He was that good. <laughs> if oh, I, uh, if fucking, huh? They treated him like the guy who killed John Wayne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was, it was, it was, it was really bad. So he actually fucking quit. And I think he's a professor now. But uh, yeah, poor guy. But yeah, this is her last line on the show. Um, uh, she says, uh, she tells Jamie Lannister, uh, do you know Joffrey, the way he died? Painful, agonizing, gasping for air, choking on his own yeah. blood. And Jamie's looking at her like, what the fuck about it? And he goes, tell Cersei it was me. I want her to yeah. know it was me. And then she drinks the poison yeah. and dies. Oh, no, she drank, she drank, she drank the poison first. Or did she do it first? I could I got yeah, that mixed cause up. Thing, yeah, because the thing is that you know, because you know, on the off chance that Jamie did get angry, it's like you know, like I'm dead anyway. Like I already so I you watched me drink it, so it doesn't really matter at this point. But uh, yeah, no, like I haven't seen even I haven't seen the, the poison work at first. Yeah, dude, yeah, her whole description. Oh, that's right, because they changed it for the show. Yeah, they, no, they changed it oh. from the book. Yeah. Oh no, it wasn't in the book. What the fuck am I referencing then? I no, I mean, yeah, yeah, am I referencing yeah. the script? Because I know there was something it, changed about the speech. The it, it, it's the script. I mean, you know, it was like, the script this is one thing. That, yeah, like okay. yeah, because yeah, because you know, that scene it did at least capture you know the element of her character. Yeah, because no, nah, like because everything after season four, no, there's no book. There's <laughs> no book. Yeah, that's right. So it's the script that I'm referencing. Okay. Yeah, because there was something you know, changed in the speech. But she is gone, and uh, we will miss her, because honestly, uh, we've, uh, DJ and I have known about her for years. We followed a lot of her uh, her work, uh, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to Game of Thrones, because she was incredible in that. She uh, was. And we say goodbye, and thank you for everything, Diana Rigg. Man, so many people are going. Yeah. Right? 2020's ass, dude. So, yeah. So, God damn, this is one of my favorite things in fucking history. Ryan Reynolds brings Rick Moranis out of retirement for a new commercial. And that is like a monumental achievement. There is 
no gag. There is no gag. This was confirmed later that Rick Moranis literally thought he was going to do a commercial. <laughs> this isn't a gag. <laughs> okay, so Ryan Reynolds is still for a lot of things. He's Deadpool, Green Lantern, Pikachu, or Detective Pikachu. He's not the voice of Pikachu. And um, he's the owner of Mint Mobile. Uh, <laughs> so this is the ad. Um... Play it. Yep, I'm just seeing if there's anything. Um, uh, hold on, I'm sorry, I'm just seeing. Uh, nothing, now play nothing. it. Nothing, no, it's nothing. There's literally nothing. It's hard to believe that Mint Mobile has gone so long without an unlimited plan. So to introduce it, we brought in an actor we've all gone too long without. Rick Moranis. So what do you want me to do? You want me to say something is- about Mint? Uh, no, that would have been smart, but, uh, no, it's $30, it's unlimited, it'll do just fine. Sounds good. I really gotta get a phone. So why am I here? I'm just... It's a huge fan. Oh, stop it. Come on, no, stop it. No, seriously. Massive. That's it? That's it. <laughs> He's still looking all creepy. See ya. Yeah, he looked right Hi, at the Rick producer. Moranis. I love it. I love it. And people, yeah, if people don't understand, like Mick, Rick Moranis, like when he retired, he was getting offered like lucrative contracts still. Oh, yeah. And he Money. turned them down because no, I'm retired. So, him in this commercial is monumental. I freaking, I love it. I love it. Yep. Oh, yeah, don't do you want to say something about Mint? No, that would have been smart. Smart. But... <laughs> I love Ryan just looking him up with that creepy snot and smiles like <laughs> we're gonna it's have so fun good. later. It's so good, dude. And like I said, uh yeah, like him looking off camera kinda like in a comedic fashion, like, oh, office style no. He really was looking at the producer of this fucking commercial. Like, really? Yeah. That's all I'm here for. <laughs> the guy's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I think I'm gonna leave now. <laughs> Oh, oh my god. Oh you're oh oh Moranis, you're not leaving. <laughs> <laughs> you hear whisper Moranis. Yeah. Rick Moranis. <laughs> like right at the end, hold on, let me see you then. Right there. Yeah. Hold on, let me back it up a little bit. Rick Moranis. <laughs> dude, that uh, is a creepy commercial. I'm telling you, dude. <laughs> it was gorgeous, dude. It was perfect. It was fucking perfect. Dude, Moran's going to end up in the newspaper the next day. You freaking watch. I'm okay with it. Ryan Reynolds did it. Uh, so, in case, in case you're wondering why this is so fucking big. As long as Ryan Reynolds did it. That's it. I'm, I'm good with it. Uh, Rick Moranis was everybody's dad back in the 80s and early 90s. This guy was the embodiment of warmth and comfort. And uh, before, nerd. He, and yeah, before he became that, he was a nerd icon. He was in Ghostbusters. He played Tully. Um, Spaceballs? He was in Spaceballs, yes. He played Darth Helmet, or Dark Helmet, rather. Um, This guy contributed so much to cinema with with not only his acting, but, like, honestly, his energy. And apparently, there's not a a bad bone in the guy's body. I've never heard anything else spoken about Rick Moranis. He's kind of a douchebag for not coming back for the fucking Ghostbusters game. No, uh, I understand it completely. He's his wife passed away, 
and uh, he had his kids, which I think were like nine and ten at the time, right, DJ? Uh, maybe. Dang, uh, I gotta look it up. I, I don't know. They were really young, is what I'm trying to say. And his wife passed away, and so he decided to leave acting to be a full-time father. He had made well, more than enough. Bag, okay? No, he's not. He's not. It's understandable. You, you, you could stand in a fucking room and read a couple of lines, dude. Like it's not that fucking hard. Um, I, I, I don't, I don't know his reasons behind it. I'm not going to pretend to. So you literally just made his reasons behind it. Well, no, I, I don't like him being a full time dad, retiring from acting. All day. I think maybe it's just a principle thing, you know, like like uh. You're not going to get me out of retirement for a Ghostbusters relaunch for literally $60 million. I'm not going to do a fucking video game. Like, it didn't, it didn't matter the size of the paycheck. He turned it down. So I can, I can at least appreciate that, that principle in him. But, until now. Yeah, until, until now. And I don't know what Ryan Reynolds said or did, but thank you, Ryan. Really? Like, this commercial is just fucking perfect. And considering Ryan's just a little bit older than us, it's just so perfect, man. I want to watch it again. <laughs> watch it on your own time. Yeah, yeah I know. I, I'm, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. Um, oh, fuck this. Oscars, the new inclusion standards announced to qualify for best picture. Oh, uh, uh, yes. They're capitulating to... A lot of current movements, and honestly, one of the biggest things that they've kind of run into a big problem with was... Wait, wait, hold on. Stop, 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 stop. Have you seen Parasite Dead Man? No. What? Why? What? We need to stop looking at me like that. You said you were going to watch it weeks ago. I know I did. It's my innate nature to fight against things that are stupid popular. <laughs> yeah, Dude, this is a contrarian in you. I know it is. I mean, you who pretty much like say you should watch these Korean movies. You know they're freaking great, which they are. But here we go. Yeah, you know, Korean, Korean movies are fucking sick, dude. You know, and this is like the Korean movie right now at, at the time. Wait, what best picture? What the heck? Uh, yeah. Um, so I will watch it. I will watch it, it today. It? Which movie? Uh, Parasite. Parasite. I will watch it today. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll report next week, just like Mustard will watch an episode of Batwoman. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So they've not, they've announced the Oscars, and they've pretty much announced uh, just how much they're going to be, uh, I guess, expanding the scope to include representation of race, uh, representation of LGBT. Uh, uh, women working in the industry, they're capitulating to a very toxic environment that's happening right now in Hollywood. And I do not... I don't want to say I don't agree, because some of this stuff is very much overdue. Wait a minute. Yes, this when has Hollywood not been toxic? Yeah, well, literally, though. Uh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm talking about the Me Too movement, cancel culture. This is, like, like Hollywood has been a fucked place. It's been a, a cesspool. We've all known it for fucking years. However, the emergence of cancel culture and the, the emergence of, 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 of fear of anybody in the industry losing their fucking jobs because they're afraid to say something or not hire someone or hire someone, 
it's gotten to the point where people are losing work simply because of it's gone the complete opposite way where we should be including people when we're now excluding people because they are women, because they're LGBT, because they're black. Like they, some of these producers and directors, they don't want to be uh, associated with that risk and it's, it's done damage. Uh, like, like, uh, like, like Daisy Ridley, uh, the, the, the actor who played Ray Skywalker in the new star Wars films, she hasn't been able to get work because nobody wants to touch the franchise. Yeah, they really messed up her character. And the worst part is, is that, you know, she's synonymous with that character. I don't, I don't know if they, I don't know if they own the rights to her likeness. No, not at all. Oh, okay. Well, that, well that, that'll help her like later on. But yeah, nah, they really messed up Ray's character and it hurt the actress. I mean, I knew that was going to be the case when they started that. And I was like, oh man. Yeah, because I I knew because like I said I mean the way they handled Ray's character was terrible, terrible, and I knew it was going to hurt the actress, uh, actress because honestly Star Wars films have that effect. Yeah, that you either not. you either get catapulted or you get sink. Yeah, you know I'm like like Mark Hamill and Harrison Ford were able to, you know, survive, but. Generally, that's like the stigma of Star Wars. If you work on a Star Wars film, unless you're like already a, a very well-establishing actor yourself or actress, you're kind of stuck. Yeah, you're stigmatized in that role, you know. So, yeah, I mean, John Boyega's kind of, you know, he's already, he was already know. established. Like, like a oh. lot of people knew him from like his younger years in London cinema, but now yeah, he's okay. been brought to an American cinema uh, through Star Wars. So. That's something else completely. But yeah, like like all the Oscars and I know the Academy Awards and uh, I know several other uh, award programs are pushing for this diversity. And while I do agree that it's long overdue, I do not agree with the reason they're doing it, especially, I guess, with right now. Like, you, 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 do you understand? Yeah, it's only happening because of the times, not because they want it to happen. Thank you. Yes, that Perfect. Fuck yes, we're moving on from there. God damn it, that was perfect. That gave me a fucking boner. Damn. Yeah. Oh, god damn it. Yep. Alright. So, uh, fuck you for this, but yeah, Kiss has been one of my brothers and I's favorite bands pretty much all our lives. And it now turns out that former Kiss guitarist Ace Freely has come out as a Trump supporter. Um, he says, all the politicians have had skeletons in the closet, but I think Trump is the strongest leader that we've got on the table. Mm. Oh, there he is. Huh. Yeah. Uh, Still as ugly as fucking ever. Uh, yeah. The dude is ugly. I'm sorry. Like, we're not, we're not, it has nothing to do with his beliefs or anything else. No, the dude's just fucking ugly. <laughs> He's always been ugly. Even back in the fucking 70s, he was ugly. Um, so Ace really has never been really open about his political leanings, but the change in a recent interview uh, with the cat... Well, I'm not going to give them free press. Um, when his cover of the song a Politician from Cream uh, from his LP Origins Volume 2 came up, huh. I don't think politics and rock and roll mix, in my opinion. What? Mustard. Oh, God. 
Go ahead. And I try to stay away from that as much as I can. I mean, once in a while, I'll make a crack. I will say that I'm a Trump supporter. All of the politicians have had skeletons, but I think he's the strongest leader. He joins a small number of musical figures to voice their uh, support for the president, including Ted Nugent, Kid Rock, Pat Boone, Richie Fury, Aaron Lewis. Aaron Lewis, really? Ed. And, of yeah. course, our crazy friend Kanye. Wow, yep. Aaron Lewis. Wow. That's didn't surprising. Didn't see that coming, did you? No, 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 not at all. That's fine. I mean, I didn't either. That's weird. I'm going to have to look that up more about that later, because... Holy shit. Okay. Um. <clears throat> so, yeah. Freely's former bandmate, Paul Stanley, has been a very different path and has been extremely critical of Trump over the last years. Last yeah, dude, month... Paul Stanley hates Trump. Yeah. Last month, he reacted to the president's assertion that the 2020 election will likely be rigged in the event that he loses. Regardless of who you support, it is incendiary and abhorrent for any candidate to say, if I lose, it was rigged. It's an insult to those who have fought for the free, safe elections we have and dangerously implies that citizens who don't share your views are the enemy, Stanley wrote on Twitter. Um, uh, Gene Simmons has taken a more neutral uh, stance. I guess we're going through the whole KISS lineup here. Has <laughs> taken a more neutral stance on Trump. Whether somebody likes it or not, he's a duly elected president, and I think you have to respect the presidency. The only thing I can say is that next election cycle, if people like him, uh, if people like him, he'll be voted back in, and if people don't want him, he's not going to be voted in. It's so simple, unless he breaks along and gets impeached, this is what it is. That was in 2017. He got impeached, though. So, <laughs> um, Freely hasn't been part of the band since he left in 20, uh, 2002. And he's had a tense relationship with Simmons and Stanley. Um, I guess things cooled down. Uh, he opened up for Simmons in a 2018 tour. I guess the question we're asking, we're not asking here, is do we care? I mean, like. Yeah, we first got to the main meat of the article, so. Freely's a fucking dumbass. Rock and roll and politics have always had hand in hand. Yeah, you know what? That's what I'm. That's what I'm going to take away from this because honestly, like that Ace Freely, not exactly a fucking guitarist to be looked at for the ages because he's a mediocre guitarist. He's a terrible singer. Uh, he's he's a he's a he's somebody who made a name in a very big band, so we can say that. However. Politics and rock and roll not mixing? Are you fucking serious? Where the fuck have you been forever? Like, since the goddamn birth of music. Like, that was one of the stupidest things to ever come out of this motherfucker's mouth. Politics aside. Like, politics aside. Like, we're brushing away the whole Trump thing. This guy has said a lot of dumb shit over the fucking years. I think that's the dumbest. Mustard, what do you it's think? It's all the alcohol. It's all the alcohol, man. It, it poisons your mind. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiots. <laughs> finally caught up. Says the guy who smoked enough green stuff to clear out a forest. <sighs> you know what? I am not saying that rock and roll and politics don't mix. So I'm I'm the same one here. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'll give you that. I mean, like, okay, DJ, what do you think, man? Because we're just going to move the fuck on from this. Uh, about rock and roll and politics not mixing? Yeah. 
yeah, that that's kind of crazy. I mean, I mean, <laughs> they're always intertwined. Whether it's like for or against, no. I mean, like I say, I mean, not just rock, but music in general. I mean, music is re- music is a reflection of the, of life and, and like what's going on going on around you as an individual, <sighs> I mean, as a culture, as a people. Yeah, it's music. It's expressive. It's reflective. It's um, it's, it's people like this that say, "Oh, I fucking hate that Eminem is political now." What? When the fuck has Eminem not been political? Yeah, I mean, I mean remember that whole freaking song he did with uh on Bush? Bush Clinton, like White America. Yeah, White America, uh, Bush Clinton, uh, Cheney, fucking uh, Tipper Gore. It didn't. He he went after Sarah Palin. He went after everyone, everyone, right and left. He he's always been political. So the idea that you know, like when when people say I hate that he's being political, the same motherfuckers that said that Rage Against the Machine was a worse band now that they've gone political. Are you fucked? I mean, you know, the t- the name of the band is a political statement. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, who said that? I'm sorry, who said that? I'm not joking. Uh, well, no, let's see where we are here. Uh, new <laughs> Jimi Hendrix documentary. Nah, I don't care. Quiet Riot. Um, now that they've gone both. <laughs> I don't care. Yo, Rage, the machine well, uh, has, uh, Rage Against the Machine has always been political. Always. Oh. Alright, let's take a look at this. What kind of question is that? Is Raised Machine political? Yep, you want to take this, Mustard? What the fuck? Press the X. Oh, there it is. Mustard, go ahead. Amarello responds to angry fans who suddenly realize that Rage Against Machines music was political. <laughs> what music of mine didn't contain political BS? Okay, Tom Morello, I used to be a fan until your political opinions came out. Come out. <laughs> <laughs> music is my. <laughs> music is my. Right, okay, okay, guys, hold on. Music is my oh, okay. sanctuary, and the last thing I want is to hear is pol- political BS when I'm listening to music. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, you and Pink are completely done. Keep running your mouth and ruining your fan base. Oh, God. I feel like you're in the Twilight Zone! Bro, can we fucking... Oh, brother, this guy stinks! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, oh. oh, my gosh. I'm in the Twilight Zone. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> until, you, until you open your mouth with your political opinion, rage against the machine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Buster, keep going again. What music am I to be a fan of that didn't contain political BS? I need to know so I can delete it from the catalog. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. That's Tom Morello of Rage Against the Machine, whose debut album, 1992, informed us that the police and the Klan, who work hand-in-hand, and the cops are the chosen whites for state-sanctioned murder. 
That rage against the machine who raged against the same machine on every album. Bam, here's the plan, motherfuck Uncle Sam. The poor SOD was born. The poor sod was burned so badly he deleted his account. But the last <laughs> the last of his expense keep coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. oh my We're gosh, what? Fucking idiot! <laughs> oh, uh, Tom Morello, I used to be a fan until I found out how your band feels about the machine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck me. Okay, 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 I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Let's look Conservatives, at this. I don't like that Rage Against Machine has suddenly got all political and leftist. Meanwhile, in 1999, <laughs> they're literally burning a flag on their fucking stage. Oh, oh man. Oh god. This is beautiful. Where have people been? Where I, have I don't know. Been I don't know. And this is twenty what... fucking years, thirty <laughs> fucking years almost. Where have people been? Oh, uh, god! And this is from uh, "Rage Against the Machines," "Killing in the Name of." Let's see some of the lyrics. DJ, do you want to go? Because I know you love rage. Killing in the name. Some of those who work police for uh, for uh, some of those who work police force police forces are the same that burn crosses. Those who die are justified by wearing the badge. They're the chosen whites. His political views have been pretty damn transparent, man. Jesus fuck. Man. You know what I mean? Holy crap. I mean, like I said, it's in the title of the band. <laughs> what more do, do you want? Like, I mean, like, like, like do, you want, do you want to be more clear? I mean, how about they call themselves the, the political squad? Yeah, why don't they just go and fuck, fuck politics? Like, what the fuck, dude? Oh, my God. Just Jesus Christ, dude. And you know what? And, and it's not... Ooh, this is fucking hilarious. And it's, it's and it's not even the it's it's not even the idea, right? It's it's not even the idea that they're just some fucking... Uh, no, I'm not going to turn that off. Um, In some sites, you can't have that on at all. Uh, so I'm not gonna, no, I'm not gonna turn it off. Anyways, um, so, I forgot the fuck I was saying that kind of distracted me. I don't know, we should start wrapping it up though. Yeah, yeah might we as well, cause, oh my god, that was good. That, that was. Uh, I, I'm just. <laughs> You're political? How, how, how could I have talked I'm not a fan of your political views. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> there was no warning. <laughs> god. Damn it, dude. Let's start wrapping this up, man. Oh, my fuck, dude. And, yeah, no, once again, what we... We don't talk about politics. We don't really care. Uh, just, yeah, what we took away from that was... Politics and rock and roll don't mix. Fuck you. <laughs> Fucking prick. <laughs> oh, God damn it all. Alright, now that we've had a good fucking laugh at that... DJ, rev it up. Tell them about the Patreon. Oh, yeah. We, we have a Patreon. <laughs> and we're political, so there's no, uh, no. there's a warning. 
<laughs> no, we're really not, folks. But no, we have a Patreon yeah. at patreon.com forward slash VT Network. You can help us out Woo. by donating money to us for yeah. just $1 per month. You get the first blood tier. For that, you'll have your name of the name of your choosing in the credits of every episode. So if you want to be a producer, put that in your resume. $1 per month, and you can do that. Yeah. But for $3 per month, you can do the UAV tier. You'll have the previous perk as, as well as access to the post show. That happens every Wednesday, and access to Muster's Music Minute, where he schools you all on how music's supposed to be done. Yeah. But if that's not enough, and then enough to sizzle your bacon, for just five dollars per month, you have the airstrike tier, which you have access to the previous perk, and also have access to the monthly movie roast. Yeah. You'll have your re- your name read out loud at the end of every episode. Yeah. You'll get stickers each month and Woo. a giveaway every three months. Woo. And and uh, speaking of which, we have uh, we got uh, more merchandise. So we have a giveaway coming up on the on the twentieth of October. October. Okay. Woo! Woo! Oh, that's a... <laughs> so yes, that's patreon.com forward slash VT Network. Become a patron of ours and perhaps get uh, get in on the uh, giveaway. You might be the lucky one. Next uh, next month, so uh, awesome, man. Now, Dead Man, tell us about the merchandise. Yeah, fucking down two the- pound <laughs> microphone. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, okay, hold on. Go to vtnetwork.redbubble.com where you can choose of one of seven current designs, with another one to be added. Uh, probably by the time you guys are listening to this, and it's just fucking choice. I love it. Right now, we got our original logo. We have the TV bath, uh, the TV set, the VTV set. Hmm. You can't hurt my brain a little bit. The VTN Nintendo cart, uh, game box sticker, the radio tower, and a retro logo pin, as well as one of our stickers from our exclusive. Uh, Patreon lines. It honestly is only going to be up for a, a short, limited amount of time because I'm going to go ahead and take that down. Uh, but yeah, if you want to, and thank you, uh, we finally found out who bought the water bottle, and I'm very fucking happy that uh, we found Monsieur out. Monsieur Double Down. Monsieur Double Down. So we got the VT, uh, the VTV on long T-shirts. Total- Pullovers, hoodies, slim fit t-shirts, tri-blend t-shirts. We got stickers, laptop skins. We got iPad cases. We got framed art. Why would you want that framed? I don't know. Postcards, tapestries, uh, acrylic blocks, which is really cool. They're paperweights. Clocks, it's coasters. Snakes, though, Ruben, though, just to say your name, I, I feel yeah. anxious about that. Ruben, thank you. Uh, we got pillows. Coasters. Pillows. You got to mention pillows or DJ hit someone. Uh, we got coasters, we got mugs, right, tote bags, <laughs> masks, kids, kids masks, teen masks, travel mugs, a kick-ass water bottle. We saw that we saw the, uh, the IRL version of that, and it really looks neat. Um, die-cut magnets, notebooks, aprons, like, we got everything. We have so much stuff. It's all here for you and available at some very, very good prices, I believe. And I'm actually going to look into seeing if we can get um, the bath uh, like mat. A, you want to get the bath mat? <laughs> You're going to get the bath mat? No, I want the apron. 
I want the apron. Like, hold on. Let me get back down here. This is what I want. Come on. That's what I want. That's I don't know. Cool. That is cool. <laughs> yeah, cook some Hello Fresh with that. Yeah, you know, Hello Fresh sponsor us. God damn it. Anyways, um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Plus, I got a, another little announcement. That oh, oh, whoops. Oh, that's the wrong button right there. Uh, that's <laughs> I got another announcement. Yeah, but uh, button to push. I'll uh, I'll get to that in a second. Mustard Tom, how to talk to us? Social media. Uh, Twitter, VT Network number two. Instagram, VT Network number two. Gmail, VT Network 84 at gmail.com. Talk to us. Stream. We're lonely. Stream. Oh, yeah. Twitch.tv forward slash Colonel Mustard. The first L is an I. Um, variety streams. Um, a lot of zombie games lately. First person shooters. And Lots you're going to be getting fun. something in the mail that's going to allow you to play guitar live on stream. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the 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 interface, and I'm getting a better webcam too. Yep. So things are happening. Uh, also, I'm issuing a challenge. If we can get a hundred patrons by, I don't know, what March next year. Seems reasonable. I I'd guess. Say, I'd say. I'd say. Okay. I'd say. Okay, if we get a hundred patrons within, the, I don't know, soon, sooner than later, I'll get a VTN tattoo. And I know Mustard will, too. Uh, yeah, I will. And so will DJ. No, sorry. You can't mark this perfection. His blood can't be spilled. We've talked about this. Yeah, exactly. No. I have been created. In Fine, order to at a... At... In at, order to help the true... Okay, 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 okay. At, two, at 200 patrons, at 200 patrons... DJ will join the tattoo club. No, I must. <laughs> Anyways, special thanks to Paul Schroyer. Thanks to the Magic Squirrel Network for keeping us on and keeping us going, honestly, for listening in. We love you guys very much. Uh, we can't wait to be on another episode of Pointless Discussions. I, I had a lot of fun. I know, I know Mustard did. What about you, DJ? I was terrified. <laughs> Why? Why? Dude, you know, I was like, look at our rinky dink little setup. And you look at the more professional, more epic, more more grandiose of pointless discussions. You know, we we just don't compare. So uh, we should just uh, not be there again. <laughs> Paul, stop touching yourself. Anyways, special <laughs> thanks to our patrons uh, this month, which is Lofus. Hi, baby. Oof. The Grave Robber, the Raging Caucasian, through. huh? That's tough to get through. Yeah. <laughs> the Marshmallow, Miss Faith, Anthony, Miss Yo Double Down, we love you. Cheyenne and Carol, thank you so, so much. Your stickers uh, are being designed by Mustard and will be to me soon so we can get those out to you guys soon. Um. Thank you, everybody else, for listening. Thank you for everybody else for sharing. Um, we've had a lot. We've had a lot of fun. We're going to keep going as long as we can. Honestly, I love doing this podcast, and I know we don't. We're not a huge podcast, but we're a consistent podcast, and we have consistent listeners, and we are very, very fucking grateful for that. Right, guys? Absolutely. Well, without a doubt, you 
poor unfortunate souls. Poor unfortunate <laughs> souls. Anyways, with all that said and done, though, we're going to head to the post show. So say goodnight, DJ. I'll be the zine. Motherfuck. You all be, will be saying it I'll, soon enough. Nope. Hey everybody, it's me, Ernie Bentley, from Games and Stuff with Ernie Bentley. You might know me from the podcast Pointless Discussions, but now I left those losers and I've got my own video game streaming called Games and Stuff with Ernie Bentley. That's me, Ernie Bentley. So come watch me as I try to play video games and I get a little worked up sometimes, but it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. So come on out, guys. Yeah, it's on the Magic Squirrel Network on Facebook. Just head on over to the Facebook and you just click on the thing and you like and you follow Magic Squirrel Network. And then when I play my games, it shows you. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. That's how the, the people here, my, my nephew, he told me, I don't know. He's kind of stupid. Anyways, head on over to Magic Squirrel Network and watch games and stuff with Ernie Bentley. That's me, Ernie Bentley.